Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Not an easy position to be in with your respect to Guillermo, but what have these past two days been like as you prepare to move this team forward with an important game ahead? Yeah, well, first and foremost, it's been sad. Uh, you know, publicly, I want to thank Guillermo for including me and his coaching staff for the last couple of years. He's been very kind to me. I really enjoyed being around him and coaching with him. And, um, you know, it's a very sad day when something like that happens, especially when you're part of the staff. So uh, <clears throat> my thoughts are with Guillermo and, and uh, Gustavo and, and the others that were brought in. Um, you never like to see that. So the last couple of days, first and foremost, have been sad in saying that we do have a game tomorrow and I'm just trying to get the guys uh, as organized as possible, get their, their motivation and their thoughts uh, towards the game on Sunday, which sometimes is hard to do. <clears throat> but the last couple of days of training um, has been okay. I think we have a good understanding of uh, the situation on Sunday as far as the playoffs and what we need to do and also uh, looking around the league, what the other teams are doing. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a motivated group. I think they walked off the field in Portland uh, very uh, angry with what had happened. Um, and then, obviously, the, the, you know, the fallout from that was the coaching change. Um, but they've responded so far fairly well, and, and we'll understand exactly where their heads are at when they step on the field. Secondly, can we get an update on Javier's status? Do you expect him to be available tomorrow? And are you able to share any results from the MRI? I didn't, I didn't know about the MRI, Megan, to be honest with you. So I've been a little bit busier than normal. Um, <clears throat> Javier, excuse me. <clears throat> Javier has not joined us on the field in the last couple of days. So I would say his availability for tomorrow is uh, not available. Thank you. You're welcome. We're we'll next to a question from Kevin Baxter. Kevin, go ahead. Hey, Dom. Um, haven't spoken to you in March. Lucky you. Hope you're well. Thanks, Kevin. A um, couple of questions. Actually, I, I think maybe three. We'll try to squeeze in three because I don't think Chris Glidden is going to give me the floor back again. Um, first of all, you know, your record speaks for itself. You have nothing left to prove to anybody. So, and it seemed to a lot of us that, that you did not get um, a fair shake last time after you were interim coach, almost made it to the playoffs. So I'm wondering what led you to accept the interim job this time would you be interested in extending that? Secondly, you talked a little bit about this with Megan already, but what do you hope to accomplish with the team? You only have them for one week. Uh, and then finally, I uh, think yesterday you were supposed to uh, talk about your coaching staff. Is you, have you settled on a staff yet? Thanks. Okay, I'll, I'll answer the first one. <clears throat> Thank you for the nice words. Um, my, my focus right now is three games with the Galaxy. Um, you know what? <clears throat> I haven't even thought, sorry, I got a little, little uh, something in my throat here, but uh, I, I haven't even really thought of uh, head coaching duties with the Galaxy beyond 2020. I think it would be really selfish of me to, to think that uh, I'm putting myself in a position to, you know, get my name in, in the mix. Um, I've been here. I've been very grateful to, to uh, Dan Beckerman and Chris Klein for bringing me here, and especially Ziggy, who brought me here in the first place. So I was asked to, 
do a job and that was to take over the team for the rest of the 2020 season. No conversation beyond that. And that's completely fine by me. Um, the second one, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I think you said something about Megan asked, what am I trying to accomplish here? Correct. Yeah. What are you trying, what, what's your goal here for the last three well, games? Well, it's easy. I, th I think, you know, we just want to win. You know, it's, it's uh, give the guys uh, some positive energy. A win always does that. Um, we are chasing this playoff spot. So we, we understand where we are on the standings. I think it's uh, just important that we step on the field with one attitude in mind, and that is try and win the game at all costs. Um, and hopefully we walk up the field with that, that uh, ambition uh, met. So uh, nothing more than that. I just want to get these guys going, uh, you know, get, get them organized, um, you know, uh, have some ideas that I could pass on to them, uh, give them some, as much information about Salt Lake as possible. So when they step on the field, there seems to be no surprises. Um, and then after that, we, we sit back and, and, and let the players uh, show us what, what they can do. And uh, we want that to happen. We want that to be a victory. And as far as the coaching staff tomorrow, <clears throat> um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty much a, a solo act almost in a way. Um, you know, Jovan Karaski, our technical director, will be helping me with the uh, with set pieces and doing the substitution cards. Um, and other than that, it's just our fitness guys because uh, in order for people to join us here uh, to be part of the staff, uh, they have to quarantine for nine to 10 days. So uh, unless any of you have been getting tested in the last nine to 10 days and have been quarantined, you're more than welcome to come join me on the bench. Thank Next, you. we're going to go to uh, a question from Damien. Damien, go ahead. Hey, Don. Hey, Damien. How you doing? Good. Um, as as the assistant, being the, the the assistant coach, is still around. What would you point to the reason this season never really got on track track for the guys? Um, aside from the four game winning streak, it's been you know this stretch here. That's very that's what eight or nine losses. Can you point to any one thing or things never really got on track this year? It's been a crazy year, as you know, Damian. Um, and we did have that one good run after coming out of Orlando. And I thought we were really building on something. And I don't exactly know where we were in the standings at that particular time. But uh, it, we, we, we took a bit of a fall here. <clears throat> I will say, uh, and this is, these are no excuses, but um, we've rarely had our three DPs on the field at the same time. I think if that were to be more possible for more than the time we had, I think it would be a better reflection of, of how the team can play and what our record would be. So that's, that for me is all, always a problem when you don't have your, your money players on the field and, and healthy when they're on the field. I think, and, and then in, in case of that, when, when you look around, um, you know, we, we've given up a lot of goals in, in a lot of ways. And I think, uh, you know, sometimes our attention to detail or our attention to uh, the danger when the other team has the ball needs to be sharper. And Guillermo was pounding this home all the time. Um, so it wasn't something that was just kind of swept under the rug. It was something that was talked about constantly. It just was about making plays and making big plays. Um, so, um, you know, the, def the defensive record, um, when you look at it, is not wonderful. And I think when you look around the, the league, the, the teams that are on the top of the, of the table have good defensive records. Now, I'm not saying it's just the goalkeeper, the back four, and some others. It's an absolute team effort, you know, and I think that's something that the players would hold their hand up and say that they could be better at. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Looks like we have two more as of now. We're going to go next to uh, Josh. Josh Gessman, go ahead. Hey, Dom. Thanks for talking to me. Hey, Josh. Um, 
you, you've been in this position before, um, having to come in as sort of the interim coach. I wonder if uh, you looked at, at this situation as, as any different or, or the same. And what do you say to the guys that first time you, you walk back into the locker room as, as sort of the interim head coach? Yeah, sadly, this is my second time doing this. The first time, I'll be honest with you, was much, dif- much more difficult. You know, Ziggy and I had a wonderful relationship that, that spanned many years. So when that when that when I first found out about that, my heart was completely broken. Had a conversation with Ziggy, and Ziggy was completely behind me uh, taking over the team for the rest of the season. It was something it was really hard for me to do. Um, so, you know, sometimes when this happens, either your your bad luck or experience or both. You know, so um, you know, and and the first thing I said to them was. You know, we have to understand, you know, we have to understand that we were all in the locker room together because of Guillermo. He was responsible for us all being in the locker room, whether we being a player or a coach or a staff member. And on the other hand, we were all responsible for him not being in the locker room uh, when this happened. So we have to take responsibility, whether it be, you know, the assistant coach to a fitness coach to, you know, a guy who's played all the minutes that, that we've had this year. So there was a responsibility uh, should be more than fair shared when, when this happens. And saying that, it was a very quick meeting the first time. The next time we met, we just had a quick little video meeting um, and then expectations and just kind of a clearing of the air of, yes, we, you know, we're disappointed. We are angry and sad that this, this has happened to Guillermo. Um, but this, the next thing is you have to prepare for a game. And so we just went about our business stepping on the field and just uh, had a quick little video meeting just to kind of let the guys know that, you know, this is the way we, we should be approaching the game. We showed them some clips from the Portland game, which we didn't play very well, but we, we did have some good moments just to kind of remind them that, yeah, things are not very looking very good right now, but we do have the talent to make some things happen going forward. Did you get a chance to speak to Guillermo before, uh, before he left? Yes, I did. We're going to go next to Daniel Schwartzman. Daniel, go ahead. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Hi. Um, yesterday, Javier sent a message. That, hello. That uh, he needs to try harder. Javier Hernandez. How his work ethic and anemically? How do you see Javier? Is he sad or worried? I'm sorry. Could you repeat the question? Uh, sure. Uh, yesterday, Javier sent a message that he needs to try harder. Uh, how is his work ethic and anemically? Uh, is Javier sad or worried about the situation? Yeah, I, he he sent a message. You get, you have to yeah, understand. I'm I'm not a I'm not a social media uh, guy, and I really don't follow these guys, and I don't want to. So uh, that that's that that message is news to me. <laughs> but you're saying he sent in a message that he's, he needs to work harder. Yeah, exactly. To the fans, um, I think it was Instagram that he needs to try harder. He knows that he's a complicated situation right now. So how do you see uh, Javier? Is he really worried or, or yeah, sad well, because of this situation? I think, I think disappointed is probably the, the right word. Um, when Javier first uh, came to the Galaxy, I think expectations and excitement and uh, anticipation was very high, very exciting. I think his preseason started off very, very well. <clears throat> I was very excited for him, knowing that we, we have a guy who can score a lot of goals, given the right service at the right moments. Um, and then, you know, unfortunately, he's run into a lot of injury problems this year. Um, I can't remember. He's he even, I think, when he started games, he's come out and or he's come off the bench. So 
And Chris, maybe you could, I don't know if you have the stat on this, but I'd, I'd be interested to see if he's played a 90-minute game this year from start to finish. I think maybe the first two games of the year or the first game of the year. So that, that goes to say, and it's, of course, it's worrying when you get injured um, because you don't want to be injured first off, but, you know, you, you want to make sure you're on the field. And I think the intention of bringing Javier here was, was one of we're getting a, a good player to score goals. But when that player is not on the field for whatever reason, injury, uh, lack of form, you know, we, we have to come back to it and, and look at what went wrong to make sure it doesn't happen again. Thanks, appreciate it. Do you have his Thanks, uh, handle so, so I can follow him? Is that something you can maybe pass on to me? <laughs> uh, to clarify as well, Dom's comments, uh, out of 10 games, Javier has played four uh, for a full 90 minutes uh, this season. Um, I think that we have one last question uh, we'll go to from Salvador Perez. Salvador, go ahead. Thanks, Chris. Hi, Dom. Hey, Salvador. Uh, best wishes uh, in this in this in these games. Hey, Dom. Um, we know that the results of LA Galaxy in the last games weren't so good, and possibilities for a playoff spot uh, are so minor. But in that case, uh, looking for the other teams and looking for, for the results of LA Galaxy, is there the ca capability to look for a spot of playoffs? Yeah, I, I think mathematically we're still alive. Is that right, Chris? Correct. Um, yeah. So obviously Sunday is going to tell uh, a big story. You know, the, the, the first thing in my mind um, when, I, when I look at the standings is LA Galaxy should not be in last place first and foremost. So the first ambition of mine was obviously the playoffs is a goal at the end of the season, but the goal going into this first game was hope, you know, we want to get the win and there's a possibility we could jump some teams. Um, so not finishing in last place for me should be a, a, a part of our ambitions um, because obviously if you make the playoffs, it's going to, it's going to kind of speak for itself. So yeah, we have to have other teams uh, kind of fall by the wayside and we have to go on a really good run here. Uh, but also we can only play one game at a time, as we all know. And this game up against Salt Lake is, is the most important game of the season. It's the most important minutes of the season. It's the most important preparation. Um, so like I said before, we're going to know where the guys' heads are at, you know, when they step on the field the first five minutes, if our intentions are to win this game. We have to make sure that our first challenge, our first pass is crisp, is meaningful. Um, and there's not only intention behind it, but there's also ambition. So, um, you know, I know the guys are, you know, not in a great way with what had happened on, not, not just with Guillermo being uh, not with the coach team anymore, but also with the result and how it went about. Um, to be 3 nothing down 30 minutes into the game is, a, is an awful start at any place. Um, so, like I said, these first five, ten minutes, you know, hopefully you're going to see a very aggressive team. Uh, and one that shows not only themselves, but Salt Lake, that's going to be a, a difficult night. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. That's all we have for today. We appreciate you joining us and uh, taking the time to answer questions. And thanks, everyone, for joining the call as well. Uh, we will be back online tomorrow for post-game media availability. In the meantime, feel free to reach out should you have any questions uh, to me or Vicky Mercado. Thanks, everyone, and have a great afternoon. Thanks, everyone Tom. Be safe. Happy Halloween. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Bye, guys. Thanks. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Thank you.